The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 142nd episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack, and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers Lala Calamari. And we have been infested with the worst thing in gaming, and that is fanboys. Yes, the ReaperCast is filled to the gills with, with fanboys. Even worse than that, they're Destiny fanboys. What am I going to do? I'm not sure penicillin can fix this. So I think I'm going to need something a little bit stronger. Maybe some vodka or, I don't know, whiskey. Anyway, let's just get right into it. Let's introduce everybody that's going to be on tonight's show. First up, we have Mr. Destiny himself, Valiant Victory. How you doing? What you drinking? And you know, I'd ask you what you're playing, but come on. Tonight, I am drinking a, um, a grape seltzer. Because I've got to get up early in the morning, so I'm uh, drinking some some not hard seltzer, just regular old water with bubbles in it. It's a uh, grape flavored Waterloo brand uh, grape seltzer, and it's actually pretty good. So you're dr drinking like a non-alcoholic White Claw? Yes, pretty much the non-alcoholic <laughs> White Claw. Yep. You were out of Zima from the store, I guess. I couldn't find it. No matter where I went, I just couldn't find the Zima. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, you know, um, I'm, you know, what I'm doing with my time that's not uh, gaming is I'm working on the addition of my house that we've been planning for like 10 years. Finally got around to doing that. Nice. You're going to lock the kids in there, soundproof it so you can't hear them? More importantly, I'm going to give them the whole rest of the house. And there's <laughs> a, we're building a new basement and I'm going to have a, a very sturdy door on there and soundproof everything else. <laughs> there you go. Sounds good. Well, congrats <laughs> on the, the addition. Construction time's always fun, especially around the holidays. You're a brave one. It won't be done by Christmas. No, There's no. no way. There's Another no place. way. Oh, man. So, you know, that's the fun. There you go. All right. Returning to the podcast, we have Asian Persuasion. How you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? Uh, I am drinking the last of uh, some 18-year-old Macallan that my wife had given me when we got married. Fancy. It's been a day, but uh, what I'm playing, uh, honestly, I haven't been playing much because my 1X died a couple months ago, and I'm on a 1S that is, the load times are just unbearable. Um, but when I do hop on, it's been um, Star Wars Squadrons and uh, Destiny. Nice. So you should tell Valiant there are other games. I've tried. He just doesn't listen. He's kind of stubborn. He thinks that Destiny is the end-all, be-all of video games and that everything else should just be wiped. And he just <laughs> Stop. He's stubborn like that. Stop, but it's true. It's true. <laughs> no, I'm actually going to play Squadrons. I am actually interested in playing that one. But it's going to be it free I would Game Pass on November 10th. So, so you're not going to play it. <laughs> well, maybe on November 11th or 14th or something. Of 2021. All right, up next, uh, we have a new person to the show, XMike1855. Welcome to the ReaperCast. How you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? What's up, y'all? 
right now just trying to hide out from everybody else in the house because they're being too loud. <laughs> the kids are trying to destroy everything, and I'm trying to get away from it. Besides that, playing Destiny or MLB The Show, depending on the type of mood I'm in. Drinking right now, just water. I can't really do too much alcohol stuff since I spend most of my day out in the sun all day teaching and coaching. But besides that, that's it, really. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Oh, no problem. And uh, you, you should do, instead of hiding from the kids, have them play hide and tell them to hide. You don't have to worry about uh, it. <laughs> yeah, they would uh, probably not find each other on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but you're the one that goes seeks them out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That would, uh, well, one of them would probably start screaming after a while if I didn't come find her. Because, you know, she has that inti- the anticipation of, of being found. So she's very impatient. <laughs> so uh, you will probably hear her at some point. So I might have to just stay muted until. We get it all the time. It's, it's yeah. part of being an adult gamer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All righty. Finally. We have a guy I have game with almost 10 years now. I think I looked up the date on this game. We originally started playing Battlefield Bad Company 2 together. I think that came out just shy of 10 years. I think it's like in in the spring it came out, 2010. (laughs) Welcome to the ReaperCast. Jordan, how you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? Glad to be here. Um... I'm just drinking water because I completely forgot to go for some alcohol. My bad. I'm addicted to Destiny. I don't think I'm as bad as Val, though, but I am addicted to Destiny. I've played a few other things since I met you. I think it's safe to say, though, Jordan, you might have, you definitely have a higher uh, late level this season. So there's something to say that you must have at least this season more time in than me. By two two late levels, Lies. I think. Lies. You're what ninety two? I'm only ninety. So. <laughs> oh my god! What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do here? This is tough. Where's Gunny when you need him? Oh, Break up this but, destiny. You family. know, you know he'll but, he'll pop his head in one of these times. You know, <laughs> he'll he'll say something. But yeah, I'm too old to shoot, too old to play GRG. All this, yeah, I've been around. Yeah, Jordan is an uh, old timer. Old timer. I don't think I'm as old as you, but I'm no. Yeah. Oh God, God, don't stop talking about that. I just, <laughs> I had, I had the birthday this week. The birthday, big five zero. Oh geez, well I'm oh, only two. I'm, I'm only, I'm only six uh, months, a year and six months behind you on that thing. Yeah, I'm fifty, going on thirteen. That's matures a thirteen-year-old boy. I don't know. What am I going to do? So yeah, well, when we have, if we have some time at the end, we'll, we'll. Sing you the happy birthday oh, please song. Don't. Please, I don't. Recording. I don't. I don't. Oh, no. no. I no. wish for not that. I, I wish for not that to happen. Please. Thank you. Um, all right. And what am I drinking? I am drinking my regular beer, my go to now, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. I didn't know what to transition to once Oktoberfest are all gone. So that's what I'm drinking now. And I have been playing a lot of Elder Scrolls online lately, but I think last night I finally hit my limit. I wrapped up kind of everything I needed to wrap up there, and I want to go do something, and I just zero interest. So I kind of hit my wall for the time being until the next expansion comes out. Happens pretty much any game, but I, I put my time in. I got my my magic sorcerer up to full gold gear. He kicks ass. He's awesome. 
time for something else. Uh, I've also been playing Call of Duty Warzone, but not enjoying it one bit. Talk about a miserable experience I keep coming back to. I don't know why I do this. Dreadful game. It is just maddening. Some nights you leave, you feel like throwing the controller through the wall. I don't know why I do this to myself. I still play it, and I'll probably play it tomorrow night. That said, I got to give them credit. The limited time game modes that they introduced for Halloween were excellent. They had Warzone zombies and night mode. So basically, they took the Warzone map, put it in the night mode, gave it a little bit different feel to it. But the zombie mode was really neat. So if you got killed in the game, instead of going to the gulag fight and come back, you got turned into a zombie with special powers. Uh, and it was just a lot of fun. Didn't seem like it would be, but turned out to be a lot of fun. And it was a good time. So you had control of zombies? That's how it works? Yeah, you, you became you... a zombie. You had special powers. Mm. So you could jump like super far. Like It did different things. You ran fast. You, had, you could spit out this gas that would like slow people down. And if you killed two people or you got these two purple syringes from player deaths, you can t- return as a regular a human. player. Yeah. Ooh, that's cool. So you had to be a human to win the game, or at least one of your teammates had to be a human. But yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was just a, a different twist to it. They did a pretty good job there. I like these limited time game modes. They, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. It's okay. It's just for a week or two, no big sweat. Um, and this one, it was fun. It was a different twist. So before we get into the member spotlights, now that you're kind of in a lull between, you know, you've got ESO all caught up, not that you're going to stop logging in to, to upgrade your horse's wang. But, uh, you know, you could jump back into Destiny for a bit, get your character log, you know, well, up and all that. I, I, I have a dirty secret. I have a dirty secret. Uh-oh. I did sign in last night, and I started the quest because I wanted to see, uh, I guess, the, the people that are leaving go. So uh, what's it, the, the guy from... The- Exodus, all the different planets. Yeah, yeah. And what's the one guy? Uh, Asher Mir. Asher Mir. He reminds me of Dixon Too Far, one of ours. Like, it's, it's, if he was like a guardian in the Destiny world, <laughs> that would be Dixon. Um, so anyway, yeah. So I, I logged in, started that nonsense, and I did buy the expansion. So you got a week, and you should be able to crank out everything you need to know. I mean, like the story... Most of the time, you can get all the story stuff caught up. and Yeah, check it out. Like I said, I hit the wall at Elder Scrolls, and I don't really do alts in that. I have a few alts, and it was time for something different. So we'll go back to that. We'll play a little bit of that. We'll see. Cool. All right. So uh, since we have two new members on the podcast, not two new members, but two new members to the podcast, we are going to be doing our member spotlight. Let's get to know them a little bit. Let's find out a little bit about them. Gamer tags, uh, PSN IDs almost always tell us something about their owners. Tell us about yours. X Mike, you want to start? Yeah. Um, well, mine has changed a, a few times. Uh, I don't think anybody probably in GRG has known my first one, but um, uh, since I stutter at times, that was part of my uh, my uh, gamer tag. So um, it was. Uh, uh, sick. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, great stuttering. Uh, pretty much that was the uh, the uh, take the uh, gamer tag there, and then one of my kids at school was like, "Why?" I was like, "I don't know why." 
anymore. I said, David, I, I just had it for like a long time. He goes, just change it. He's like, it's not you anymore. I'm like, okay. So I just changed it and put Mike on it. And then one of my, uh, my good friends who I rushed with for, uh, for a Sigma Chi, him and his family, they were in a, in a car accident. Well, they were walking with their baby and they were hit by this, this lady who was on drugs or whatever. And ever since then, my gamer tag has had like our letters in it and stuff. And I've changed it around some with his name in it. So it's just kind of been more of a, like a personal thing lately, just to kind of like, remember him. He's pretty much never going to be, be like he was, um, his daughter died, you know, all that type of thing. So, uh, that's kind of been the history of it. My gamer tag's always been tied to something that's been personal. That's nice. It's it's good that like it, uh, you you use it as a way to kind of say who you are, rather than like funny bagel twelve. You know, it's <laughs> uh, it's good. It's good. I'm I'm I think it's uh, it's good that you give it that much thought because it kind of does put yourself out there. And and what it says about me is that you're a, you're a deep guy. I like that. That's good. Thank you. Jordan, I don't know. I don't remember what my original gamer tag was, but I did have one. I've only ever had two gamer tags on live. Uh, PlayStation. They just took the first part of my uh, of an email address I had. It was a T Jordan three, but I haven't used that in years. For all I know, they could have retired it. The Jordan Triple XL was. Uh, what I, ca- I called up Microsoft back when it started, and I was like, people don't know me. I need to change my tag. Can I do that? And they're like, yeah, sure. So I just came up with Jordan, because that's what everybody calls me. It's my last name, but that's just, that's what everybody called me in high school. Matter of fact, my one friend, best friend's daughter, that's all she, I mean, she knows my name, but that's how she, she's grown up, is Jordan. You say that, and she knows exactly who you're talking about. Um, so I just, that's why I, cha- I changed it to Jordan, and then I added the triple XL because that's generally my shirt size because I'm a broad guy. <laughs> Literally. I have very broad shoulders. There you and that, that's, you know, and that's what I've had since li- live started. And it's always worked because people knew, if they knew me, then they knew. They knew what they were getting, and I've just never changed it. Yeah, well, I think one of the things I like about it is it's, uh, you know, both you and Mike have your, you know, your real names in there, and it's uh, it's kind of uh, refreshing. Like most of us have uh, like superhero names, you know. Or, yes, or like, fake I names. <laughs> like, like I do. Like I do superhero names. <laughs> well, I, I've always been a what you see is what you get. <laughs> Besides gaming. What else do you enjoy doing? Something other DRG members may not know about you. Uh, Jordan, what, besides gaming, what do you do? Friends, family, COVID sucks. Oh. I haven't seen my best friend since February. You know, me and him would hang out at least once a month or more, just for like most of a day, you know. And I've known him since freshman year high school, which was like 30-some years ago. I, and I try to be a decent dad. I like the father thing. Always have. My <laughs> my kids like to say that little kids and a- small animals love and adore me. Because I'm just, I am a father figure. 
no matter where the hell I go, no matter what I do. It's just, I don't know what it is, but people just, you know, most people just see me and just think, oh, yeah, big, nice guy. <laughs> so you're Mr. Rogers. All right, Mr. got it. <laughs> <laughs> eh, Sweater, really, but, cardigan. <laughs> um, X Mike, besides gaming, what else do you enjoy doing? Outside of gaming, uh, I like to go golfing. I like to fish, whether it's on a lake or like in the ocean. Probably one of the best fish I like to go catch is probably um, like tarpon. Really, they're just fun. They're you can spend hours really trying to get one in. Besides that, uh, I coach high school sports uh, from baseball to uh, like right now. I've been coaching like a swimming probably for the last ten years. So that's I've always kind of been known by everybody else like a coach because I coach PE, I'm a PE teacher, and then with that, so you know, if people don't know me by my by my name, they just call me coach. And I guess I'm outside of my own kid's life. That's the other type of figure I am to everybody else's kid. It's just kind of being that that strong uh, type coach for them when they need it. Have you watched the greatest golfing movie of all times, Happy Gilmore? Oh, I've watched it quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so that's a that's an interesting thing too, Mike. Like uh, that, I can think of my high school coaches for teams, and some of them I don't remember their names, but their their coach, like they don't need a name. <laughs> just, they all have the same name. With high school too, like I always think for like a, a teacher like that, you should show them the Jason. Kelsey speech from the Eagles Super Bowl that that Super Bowl parade that is like probably the most epic speech ever and especially I think for like a Philadelphia like high coach I would show this because you know it was a team that was underdog it's not expected to win all this horse shit and like he comes out there he's dressed as a mummer like which is like some big thing in Philly they they do these on New Year's New Year's Day parade it's yeah thing but it was it was incredible incredible drunken incredible drunken beach. yeah it was fun my uh my cousin lives up there and okay. he is a steelers fan and his what hell is wrong with him it, well most of my family is steelers fans if they're not dolphins fans so yeah and his wife is a eagles fan so they have you know the, she sounds like a good the, person oh she, she is she is i don't know how she puts up with him but yeah but he uh, he was at the the uh, parade there, and okay. he had to wear Eagles gear because I guess the bet that year was who was going to win it, and he had to wear it. He ha- he hated it. <laughs> he he was like felt like he was like dying because he had to wear Eagles <laughs> Eagles Eagles gear. You know he should be proud to wear the Eagles. I mean, it's the proper team in Pennsylvania. But... Shit. All right. Eagles, <laughs> Celtics, it's all the same, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Assuming you guys are not professional gamers, what's your day job? Well, obviously, Mike's ex Mike's job is PE teacher, right? Is yep. That... yep. Uh, Jordan, yep. what do you do for a living? Work at the Glory Hall or? No, actually, I've just done part time stuff and I've been a stay at home dad. Oh, My wife go. has got the good job. It just Jeez. worked through some stupidity on my part and just the way fi- the way job market went she got the good job and got a sugar mama home. pretty much yeah nice. she puts up a lot of shit for me <laughs> um yeah i've been a and it's 
I'd have to say I, I've excelled at it. I got good kids. There you Imagine go. that. Good. And they're smart, too. If they'd apply, the, some of them would apply themselves. I'd be really happy. But so you're, you're saying two the, out of three uh, ain't bad. The mailman was a smart guy? Milkman. Milkman, I'm old enough. There you go. Milkman. Milkman. All right. uh, Finally, we'll wrap this up on, uh, can you guys tell us one of your favorite or most funny GRG moments? What do you guys want? Anything good? Oh, my God. I would, I mean, I would say, I mean, everything's been good, but I would say recently, like I was explaining earlier, when we were Mage and us were in the uh, the raid for uh, Scourge, but yeah, Scourge of the uh, Past. And we were trying to get through the the uh, sparrow the actual, the, right, right. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Right. no, 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 no yeah. And uh, this was probably like the eight or ninth time that we were trying to, because we were trying to get like our characters through, like our alts through. And Mage was almost at the end, and he starts and he hits a button on his on his sparrow, and he rolls, and he just starts like freaking out, and then. People that were like actually on him watching him, they all started to like laugh and carry on, and we just like died laughing for like ten minutes, like 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 we couldn't breathe. It was just just laughing. That's all. So that was probably by far within the last probably three or four months, probably the best best moment. And that's you not unique. I'm telling you that that when we're doing rating, it it seems like every time we do it, it'll either, if it's easy, it's not memorable. And if it takes right. like, you know, it's like a thing. And then like, we, you know, it's, it, it's gut busting. So yeah, yeah. It was definitely, great, right? it was definitely gut busting. It was, it was hilarious. Jordan, what's yours? I don't know. I, I can I, answer it for you. I, the best part is, is gaming with, so is gaming times. with me. Just, just, just say that. <laughs> I was going to say giddy, but you know, cause she was very entertaining. But you we know, we don't talk about Kitty here. I, I, <laughs> Is this a uh, no Giddy zone? <laughs> actually, I would like some it of the to best be. times yeah. I've had were when we had our own server on Battlefield. We had some hilarious moments then. I was so disappointed with Battlefield One and Five that it would not allow us it let you rent a server, but you couldn't do anything with it. And it was a shame because we would stack a team. And, Oh my god, we had such good times. Oh my god, you want to talk about the Rao and Tingu and all them? I mean, we would mm-hmm. all be just on one team. Brutal. And, well, aside from brutal, I mean, I can remember. I don't know how many times I died just riding around in either a tank or a helicopter, and somebody decided to bail and not tell me. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> or some, you know. I mean, oh yeah. No, I've had some good times. My favorite was back then. We would uh, play Rush, and you'd have to go and get destroy the two objectives, and we'd be like down the final seconds, and we all throw the jihad, C4 on Jihad. Yeah, yeah the Jihad quad, Jihad quad. Yeah, and blow something up. But all right, I think that'll do it for the uh, member spotlight. Thank you guys. All right, before we get into things, I just want to remind everybody that. One of GRG members is doing the Extra Life fundraiser, Short Bus. He is, I think we've blown past his goals at least once or twice, and i like to do it again. Let's keep giving this guy some money. Extra Life is a great fundraiser. That His proceeds are going to the Phoenix Children's Hospital. It goes directly there. So if you go to the website, check it out. I have a, fo- a post 
pinned Extra Life 2020 barbecue sauce info. And you can go in there and, and check it out. He's got a couple things he's given away for X amount of donations. So if you have a few extra bucks, stop by the site, click on that link, or you can go right to his Extra Life name. It's Chuck-Hyde, spelled H-Y-D-E dash A-Z. And uh, help a brother out. Help a GRG member out. Let's get him past his next goal. All right, well, let's move on to the episode rant. And since we have a packed show this week, I'm going to keep my rant, my rant, rant short <laughs> and sweet. Uh, I'm a grumpkin, so I have massive rants and small rants and everything in between, whatever. Uh, my rant this episode is over something that I've noticed a lot while playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare and especially in Warzone. It's about like how viewing angles don't match up between you and the enemy you're, you're fighting. I had this issue last week. I knew exactly where a guy was in Warzone. Exactly. He's in this tent. I knew exactly where he was. I'm creeping around it. I'm, I'm cutting my corners. And by the time I see him, he lights me up and I'm dead. In a kill cam, my guy is completely wide out in the open, totally exposed, standing just wide out. He way past where I was supposed to be. Lit me up. I was dead before I even get my first shot off. I'm like, how? what is going on here? And this happens a lot. I see this in the gulag. I see this uh, in the game, just in multiplayer. I don't understand what this, what's happening. I don't know if this is a issue with the PC, playing against PC players that have a wider field of view than, than Xbox because they can adjust it to different sizes. I don't know if this has to do with network lag compensation where... They're seeing stuff before I do. Fucking maddening. It's just, it pisses me off. I was so aggravated. I know it's silly. It's a little bitchy thing, but hey, that's what the rant's about. So deal with it. Anyway, Call of Duty, fix your shit. That is all. Anybody else have that problem? Do you guys have that problem in Destiny, or is that something just exclusive Call of Duty? Oh, hell no. You get stuff like that all the time. The, yeah, I don't know if it's the same issue. Um, you do run into network lag because it's a peer-to-peer network, but there's a whole bunch of other issues in Destiny that we can cover if you'd like, but similar things do happen. Yeah, yeah, similar. Uh, the the big one that I think we complain about, you probably top five, I guess, is the, the head glitch. Because we've discovered yeah. that, that the bullets actually originate from the top of someone's head. So if you think you're obstructed... You can see someone get behind something, and because the top of your head is not exposed, but you can shoot through that. When in reality, we shouldn't. If I can't see somebody's gun, they shouldn't be able to shoot me. And that's what we call the head glitch uh, in in Destiny. And we've seen a lot of that of late, where people can see somebody hide behind something and still shoot you. I'm like what? It just shouldn't work, but it does. But yeah, we we shouldn't digress on that. But yes, it is not unique to Call of Duty. Okay, well, let's uh, we'll just go right into the show. We'll get into the gaming geek news. First story: Assassin's Creed live action TV show is coming to Netflix. There's an Assassin's Creed live action series current development by Netflix. Uh, the series is part of a deal between Netflix and Ubisoft to develop content based on the best selling video game franchise. Uh, the deal will include live action, animated, and anime 
series. So Solus will be happy to watch his little anime girls run around. Didn't they make a movie already? Wasn't there an Assassin's Creed movie? Yeah, there was. While looking like up research on this and doing some notes, I, I saw that there was, and it was starred Michael Fassbender. Yeah, and he's he's a good actor. Yeah, it's like 2016 it came out. I have not yeah. seen it. I... He he is a good actor, just not in that movie. <laughs> that movie's not uh, well, good? I think I saw the movie, but I can't remember anything about it. So I'm so thinking you saw it wasn't Assassin's memorable. Creed three, or you've played Assassin's Creed three, right? Where they have the where it's like you are using a machine to tell to go back in consciousness time. back in time. Yeah, that was the premise of the movie. Yes, 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 that's right. Okay, that's how I remember. And you're, he's in a machine, and then he fights somebody, and it's supposed to, you know, whatever, family, something, something. I've never played Assassin's Creed. Uh, my kid loves it. My oldest, I don't know anything about it. I'm assuming from from what I read with this, it sounds like it might deal with that, with like the going back in time and changing stuff, but uh, they didn't have too many details. As a supporter of the, the anything nerd, I'm sure I'd give it a shot. Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. And again, if it's more of like a um, anthology, like where it jumps around or there's various things. Do you remember there was, gosh, what, what was related to Halo, wasn't there a series of animated shorts that came out? And, um... Legends. Yeah, there's a bunch, of, and they weren't, they weren't, I don't know if they were canon or not, it didn't matter, but there was a bunch of short, short stories. It was supposed to be after Reach, wasn't it? It was supposed yeah. to be something for after Reach, I think it was. Uh, well, I some of it, so, one yeah. of the stories was before, before the Spartan Fives were made. So yeah, I think yeah. they jumped around in time and whatever, and that was fine. So it, if it's stories like that, then that's a win, right? They're not locked into anything. But if it's just a, a, a series, I think it could get pretty tired pretty quick. Well, I think they're probably looking at doing a series, and I want to think it's going to follow with like a Westworld type of thing. It's how I feel it's going to be, where it's going to be, you're not sure what's real and what's going on. Hmm. Hopefully they don't make it as weird as that, but... Speaking of the Ubisoft games, uh, they're coming out with a Division movie, so that's under development as well. Really? Ooh, I, I would like to see yeah. that. Well, I love the original Division. Division Two yeah. was kind of okay, but the first one was a lot of fun. I was well, kind of they made make some them... improvements in Division Two that I wish had been in Division One. But at the same time, a lot of the stuff in Division One that they did at the end would have mm-hmm. been great would have been great to start well yeah yeah so they're coming out that and so if there was just a question i want to throw out to you guys as as like a video game tv series or something on netflix hbo uh what would you guys like to see i mean i think like like a show like ghost recon would be pretty but following with the ubisoft name brand but uh if you guys could pick a video game what would you do i've always wanted halo they just can't work out the money, I guess. No, they're coming out with a Halo. Actual? Yeah, porn stash from um, uh, Orange is the New Black is Master Chief, the guy who plays porn stash. I don't know if you ever saw Orange is the New Black. He was also on American Gods, and he left that to go and make a live-action Halo series. That is coming. Who directed it? I have no idea. It's on it hasn't Showtime. come out yet. Is it, yeah, it will uh, be on Showtime? Yep. For me, I always thought Anthem. I, I know the game sucked, but I think there's some. Yeah, 
some stories some there good, yeah. that could be told. I'd agree I think, with that. I think Anthem would do well as far as a... If they made a movie like that trailer... Remember the trailer that came out before the sh- the game did? Yeah. I was like, oh my god, is that... Like, it felt like there, there was a movie, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, that's a good one. That's for sure something that they just... If you want to talk about video game trailers that should be movies, look at any of the Star Wars MMO trailers for any of their expansions, or there's some way to put them all together. Mm. They I'm, should I'm make sure them actual real Star Wars movies, but beside the point, go ahead. Especially the, uh, uh, the Old Republic ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. So do you remember Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic? Yeah. The whole, like that, there's you know only two that, that, that were... Um, you know, the, those games that were standalone games made by BioWare back in the day, speaking of Anthem. And those, I love the way they did that RPG. That was the first, like, next level kind of, like, immersive, blended RPG stuff that really worked, I think. That story was legit. I mean, they could totally do all the Old Republic stuff as as TV shows. There'd be so much, so much material. That'd be so good. I mean, kind of tie into what we're going to be talking about later. I think Destiny has a ton of story that would lend itself to a cartoon, a movie, a TV show, and can play well. It's just I have some complaints about the way they've implemented it in a game is all. (laughs) Or lack thereof. You and Lala would agree on a lot of that. Yeah, the lore stuff is pretty rough um, as far as, you know, I think that the joke is what there's a story, right? Isn't that what what Lala says? Basically. But yeah, like what said, we'll 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 save that for uh when we talk a little bit more about um Beyond Light. Up next, Cyberpunk 2077 delayed once again. So yet again, a game every RGP, RPG nerd has been dying to play is delayed. Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed. 21 additional days. I don't know where they come up with this. I guess they're trying to squeeze this in before Christmas, but it is delayed until December 10th, 2020. You know, what's funny is I'm going to compare this to another one that got delayed. Yeah. And I think that this delay I'm completely okay with. Um, What they're saying is instead of making it, um, hey, we're going to release for the uh, Xbox series x and the playstation 5 and then eventually i should say no the existing xbox one x or the xbox one and the playstation 4 and eventually we'll get to the next generation consoles we're going to do them all at once and that's the idea is they're going to develop them all and then 21 days we'll be able to play it on the, the series x and the playstation 5 so i think that's good but compared to i think the issues we have with Halo Infinite, it's Halo never gonna see it. I think it's uh No, you'll it, definitely it, see Halo. I think people like kind of shit on their trailer and they're like, uh yeah, we kinda suck. But there's yeah. people have left and people have been fired. So it's not when I say never, you know, it it's not gonna be twenty twenty, it's gonna be twenty twenty one and they're gonna be retooling it and it's kind of I'm less okay with a, with their delay because it really says, wow, we need to go back to the drawing board and it's going to be a while. 
I guess if you look at that one, though, there really hasn't been a whole lot, I guess you want to say, as trailers and information, maybe I'm missing on it, though, but I really haven't seen been a whole lot of stuff released on it since the very first time, if it was ever mentioned. You know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of people thought it was going to come out on this gen, and then it, nothing really came about on information, and then it got... All of a sudden, it was quiet, and then all of a sudden, when the Xbox, like a Series X, and then was starting to be more talked about, Halo started to come back around. Yeah, I think they originally probably could have released it on the in the current console, but then they decided we better hold off until next gen to, to give it like a launch title. And there's no bigger launch title for Xbox than Halo. No, yeah, but now they fucked up. Um, but it was, it was like they weren't like. Yeah. To it me, it's like ready. they weren't really like totally committed to any type of launch date. Like it was just like they were trying to tease, but trying to be real with it, but not really like give anybody something to latch on to. Which is a shame. It, it's a title that uh, I I'm dying for. Um, I was looking forward to this one to Halo. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so speaking of cyberpunk, which I was thinking today, I I saw a lot of chat about Watchdog Legion. And that game probably is like, they're probably so thankful for the fact that cyberpunk is delayed and continuing to be delayed. They're like, great. RGP nerds, RPG nerds. Yeah, they uh, they give them something to do while they wait. Well, didn't that Watchdog Legion one not get a good like review after it, it came out? Like for some reason, or it just wasn't like really catching traction, and then like all of a sudden, just kind of caught on. I guess yeah. I guess people are looking for a new game to play. I don't know anything about the game. It's not something that I would spend two minutes in. But I had the attention span of a gnat. I need to either be shooting people. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest with it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's enough of that nonsense. Anthem 2.0. <laughs> so Bioware's blog recently posted more information about the infamous Anthem 2.0 update that's supposed to come out someday, possibly, maybe. Who knows? Uh, they listed a whole bunch of changes and updates to expect. But my question to you guys really is, will it even matter at this point? As we, as we head into the next gen, console war can anthem can an anthem reboot even be relevant i think if they do it right they can pull it off i think they could do it how much do they got to do right to pull off though i think they got to get like if you think about it if something's good we'll eventually figure it out it's kind of like when you know there's shows that are bad and all of a sudden they're good and you're like what happened oh my god i gotta watch this and in every way, I think we forgive the past sins. If if this happens with TV shows, we don't care. We'll watch it. I think the same will happen here if they do their shit right. And I don't care how long it takes if they do their thing. And again, for me, I don't. It's not about money. Charge me a hundred bucks. It's the time. You've got to make it worth my time investment. And so far, Destiny does a great job of making me feel like it's worth it. I don't know why, because you could argue every season that makes me throw my shit away, but it feels like it's worth it. Yeah. 
I think if they launch it with a a massive overhaul of the system and update it for the next gen systems um and and treat the the 2.0 facelift as a new game with hey come check out anthem here's they it seems like bioware shares something with um bungie and that's they can make a, a killer scissor reel and trailer and if they can do that i think they'll get people back in to try it i know i will um but they got to come out and treat it like it's a new game and not just tweet hey 2.0 is out go check it out yeah i would agree with that because i i'd loved anthem when it came out but it just it was lacking a little too much in certain aspects and i just stopped playing it because it really wasn't as fun as i had been led to believe so if the if these updates come through and it ever comes out i think there's like a super small team working on this which is a shame you guys, guys. All, you guys all say you're going to go back and try give at least a shot give it a fair shake yeah i'll give it a shot i would yeah i would yep. I mean, it was it was fun playing as far as like being able to fly around and just to like just be able to play that way with to be Iron Man, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much be Iron Man and and just be able to land in like on anything and just try to kill shit. You know, it was, it was just fun as far as as that goes, but um, it got really it just got really like stale quickly though with no no line of going anywhere there's a good game in there somewhere mm-hmm. they <laughs> just need to be able to bring it out because that first try wasn't it no. and um the thing with destiny the initial destiny wasn't all that great either but they fixed it really quick like they 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 took a couple of big swings at it and got it to a point to where it was mediocre to okay and then they really started fine-tuning on the very first Destiny. Um, Anthem, they kind of took a different approach. And there's a good game in there. I mean, the movement and the, the javelins and, and everything are so much fun to just fly around in. But that can't be the whole game. And the combat and stuff was just horrid. So um, they they got to just fine-tune all that and make sure that they find the game that they promised when they first showed it off. Right. It's the, it's the, the fighting needs to be more engaging and the story has to be, why do I give a fuck? And those two together were really weak. Like the story was like, okay, I did the, okay. All right. So what? And again, even, even destiny early on had some weak, weak stuff, but it got better. And now you know, if you look back at where we are now, there's there's volumes, thousands and thousands of pages of, of stuff that story stuff that works that I think Anthem could do it, but it doesn't it almost feels like they and I'm sure this is true. We're gonna make a thing and I'm gonna backfill the story. But you gotta fool me and I have to believe it. You know what I mean? Where Anthem felt that way. Hey, we've got this cool thing and we're gonna throw some story together and it's it's thin. It's it just didn't work. So I want them to fix it. I want it to be awesome, and I think I'll play it. Well, the good news is, since you guys all bought it, you'll be able to get the update for free. 
You got one thing going for you. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Enough of that game. No one cares. I don't care. I didn't buy it. I ain't playing it. All right. Up next, a little expansion's coming out in what, about a week? Destiny 2 Beyond Light. It's about the up, yeah, upcoming fifth expansion to Destiny 2, which comes out November 10th. I think November 9th, they have like a 14 hour downtime scheduled maintenance, which I wish I would kill for at my job getting a scheduled maintenance. Oh my God. Um, so it was supposed to come out in September. So this is another game that has gotten delayed and they're blaming COVID work from home, work remote, remotely and all that nonsense. So can everybody thank COVID? Thank you, COVID. Thank you, COVID. <laughs> thank you, COVID 2020. Please yeah, go right. away and never come back. Yes, I know. I need my kids out of my fucking house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, <clears throat> Destiny 2 Beyond Light is the expansion that shows just how awesome the Hunter class is over every other class in the game. It completely showcases their awesomeness how sexy they are, and how many girls they get. No? No, I'm pretty sure, though. Not taking the bait. I'll take the bait on that one. (laughs) Seriously, though, it's uh, the expansion to come to Destiny, and will feature new powers, new areas, and hopefully actually have a story. I believe we'll learn a little bit about the, the darkness, and it's not Charlie Murphy. Destiny nerds, uh, can you explain a little bit about what the expansion Beyond Light is. I bought this. I have no fucking clue, but that's okay. I never do. Value? Yeah. No, don't let that. Daniel, I'll just hog no, it. No, don't you. let me. I was going to say, you know, Jordan or Mike. I'll, I'll try. You know, I'll try. You try, and then Valiant will grade you. How about that? Uh, yeah, that sounds I'll like a good game. Flunk. Anyway, <laughs> um, so Beyond Light is. It's kind of in the name of the expansion. So for all of Destiny, Guardians have been of the light, of the light, of the light. Like, that's where your power comes from. Um, So Beyond Light is going to explore a whole new side, the darkness that everybody has heard about, and you get to wield it this time. So they've created a new subclass, um, Stasis. Don't call it Ice or Bungie will get mad at you. You're going to get called to Europa by an old friend from D1, the Stranger. Um, Varix is there. The Strain- what the Gambit guy. What Drifter. the hell is his name? The Drifter's there. And apparently there's something going on there. It has to do with the arrival of the Pyramid ships. Um, there's a faction of Fallen that are also wielding this darkness. And we've been called to Europa to try and harness this new darkness power to figure out what's going on and try to prevent it from taking over the last city. That's what I've gotten. I mean, the story does isn't played out a ton in the trailer material. I mean, there's some spoilerish stuff that you can read uh, if you want, like on Reddit and stuff, but... Um, overall, it's there's something mysterious happening on Europa with a faction of the Fallen that are uh, wielding this darkness power that we have access to, and we will need to learn to use it um, to combat that. 
new enemy and uh, and push them back uh, and prevent them from taking over humanity. Okay, Valiant, grading, go. No, it's good. I think that like I could have gone on a bunch of blah blah blah, but you boiled it down well. I think that's a good place to like get people into the story. Be like, what's going on? All right, that's enough. Yeah, you said it. These are the Dorito ships that were teased at the end of the original Destiny 2, which is how many years ago? Three, three now. <laughs> Finally, getting yeah, we, it. yeah, we, we just finished our third. We're going into our fourth year, right? So, yeah. Holy crap! Game so, as a service. Yep. So right, Dorito ships at the end of the original campaign showed up, and now they're everywhere. So finally, four years later, they're in every quote-unquote habitable planet in our solar system because there's more habitable planets in our solar system than what we know now as normal humans. But after the Golden Age, there's a a bunch more. Because yeah, why yeah. not? Sure, why not? Why not? So I think that was good. I think I don't have anything to add. What do you guys think? No, no. Can't I, add anything. I think that's yeah. That sums it up pretty much. I mean, so what's going to be different this time through? So we we've had Destiny. It's been like minor improvements through the different expansions and whatnot. Are we going to see any big changes for Beyond Light besides the new stasis power? The new. I have a couple things. But I want to, anybody else have any things that, that you'd say, like, hey, look, we've had Forsaken, we've had Shadowkeep, you know, um, either some people played it, some people have left, you know, what's going to be different that's going to bring people back? Anything you guys think can think of that you might say, hey, this is cool, you know, get this expansion? I think there's something hidden in there that's going to be, like, revealed that's we're going to be going up, they're going to be facing a different type of enemy at some point. It's not just going to be one specific area. I think something is going to click to make that, that happen. I've just had that feeling for a while that we're going to be coming up on something that we've never ran into. And it might be something of our own doing at some point. I think that's a good one. Anything else, Jordan or, or Asian? No, other than we, I just am looking forward to seeing some of the other humanity stuff that they're going to show us. Also, about the only thing I would not spoiler because it's in the vid doc, but uh, I want to know why we're friends with the Cabal. But that's that's just me, right? That's yeah, didn't they, that's didn't they yeah. kind of fuck our shit up a little bit ago? I mean, right? Yeah, yeah they, they, now, they now we're like, we're, gonna, we're gonna be buddy buddies. Yeah, maybe maybe they're maybe they're gonna, they're the ones in there with the you know wrenches and hammers and welders fixing the old tower since they blew it up. So since you we're know, basically maybe. playing like uh, a reskin Halo with these enemies, are we ever going to see some with these expansions something completely different? Or that's what I'm thinking that is going to happen at some point. Yeah, at some point in time, the flood will be coming. The flood. Oh, God. <laughs> the flood. <laughs> oh, my See, God. Because what, what, what are the cabal? They're the brutes or whatever, and whatever. I'm not going to yeah. do that. I'm of the mind that we're not, um, and we're just going to be seeing more reskinned enemies that we already have. And that's, I mean, that's been kind of Destiny's MO since the very beginning, where they're technically different, but they stem from an enemy you already know. 
Right. There's only so many. Right. There's only these races. There's no other races yeah. in the whole, you know, galaxy. Yeah, I think they're to a degree that, you know, we, we got the the devil splicers that were in year three Destiny one, right? Like that was the closest we yeah. could get. Right. Is they got metal legs and arms. Like All I mean, right, I'll be dude. honest with you, I'm not. I'm highly skeptical of this expansion. I'm probably the only Destiny clan member that plays religiously that is going into it and i've told most of the people i play with that the main reason i'm jumping into it is because i can get the expansion for free on game pass and so um i don't think i mean you're going to get your same there's going to be a couple new weapons a couple new armor pieces that's the same but the gameplay the the way they do their stories the way they do their strikes and progression aren't changing all that much. Now they took a, a pretty massive swing at making changes back in Forsaken and Shadowkeep. And you're not gonna see that with this expansion. It's minor tweaks and adjustments that I, I just don't know if it's gonna be enough to keep me fully invested as I was earlier. So that's kind of where I'm at. So I think I would agree from a story perspective, that's the most interesting thing for me. And then the only other thing is the customization of the new stuff, the whole new skill tray thing, the skill tray, the skill tree. I think those two are the two things that I think are, I'm going to say are, are different. We're going to see a little bit of a story twist here. It doesn't need to be big. It's just big enough that we're like, oh, okay. Okay, I think there's going to be some questions answered that we haven't had answered for all of Destiny till now that in a way make the thing that was really big a lot smaller. When I watched like the holiday cartoons you know, as a kid and they'd have the, the peanuts on and you'd watch Lucy hold the, the football for Charlie Brown to go run and kick. <laughs> the last yeah. second she pulled it away. Yeah, that's us. So, so Valiant is a hundred percent Charlie Brown. I am. Bungie <laughs> is Lucy holding you, the football. Probably, it 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 could very well be like so, that. Like this fucking drifter. Come on, can we just kill this dude? Or I hope he dies in this one. Can he just die? He is like the worst addition to this game ever. Like I just so, don't trust him. <laughs> regardless, he took the greatest character. Cade six and you killed him because you couldn't renew uh Nathan Fillion's contract. So you killed him off, whatever. And you replace him with the drifter. Like this guy's like as cheesy as it gets. He hacky sacks the goddamn little uh coins. the coins. Like, what is that? Like, please. Oh my god, that's like so cringy. Anyway, I digress. We have um Aldrin has been resurrected as the crow. So that's interesting to see how that plays out. Holy shit, Aldrin. Right? Yeah, holy shit, Aldrin. He's yeah, back. He, that's he was good in Destiny 1. He wasn't good in Destiny 2. He was good in Destiny 1 with the queen who was smoking hot in Destiny 1. She sucked in Destiny 2. Anyway, go on. Yeah, yeah, no. So I think that uh, there's there's a lot of story arc that can happen there that I'm interested to see play out. Now, do I need to put you know a thousand hours in this game between now and a year from now? get all that no but i think uh i think you know and obviously that's the thing is that they if you watch that vidoc um i wasn't you know i was i was in some ways i was a little bit more 
reserved about this one, partly because I'm focused on other things in my life right now with the house and everything else. But I have to say, after watching that that video, I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> sign me up. You know, if I hadn't already bought it, I would have bought it. So I think that it was good, right? Yeah, and Asian had a point. It's like, they can draw your ass in like nobody's business. Bungie has got that to a science. Suckers. You guys are all suckers. Well, well I'm yeah. a sucker too. Yeah. I bought the fucking title, so what should I say? <laughs> I mean, Bungie is great at, I think, two things. One is building hype for a release, and two is gunplay. Because one thing I will give Destiny is that the gunplay and the actual mechanics of playing the game are really tight. So the ADSing time, the the way the weapons feel, how gunfights are, are is great. But there's some other things that they they just can't seem to tune properly. I also think yes. that that's the limitation of the of the game engine. So like they can only do so much with the engine they're using. And and I and I say this every single time where like if if Bungie like worked with Blizzard and created a true full size MMO, even if it wasn't as big as WoW, it would just that's where this game kind of needs to go. That's See, that's why big. Microsoft should buy Bungie now that they Bethesda. And those two should just come to fix Destiny. Oh yeah, there you go. I mean, wasn't that kind of a, a rumor though that Microsoft was trying to get Bungie. Yeah, I think what again. it was is Bungie said, you know, they know what their value is on the market. And again, this is my opinion, but they 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 just got their you know their hall pass to be free. Yeah. And Microsoft wants to buy them, which is the right time for Microsoft. And let's say you know they bumped their price twenty percent over market, and I think they blew their wad. If they hadn't done that. They could have done that. But at the same time, it just probably was not the right time for them, and it was the right time for Microsoft. That deal's not going to be on the table again in the near oh, future. It may. It may. It depends. It may. Yeah, oh, it may no. Microsoft, will, Microsoft will, will do it if it meets certain criteria for them. Well, I think... Because they, they, hold, they hold stuff like that. They like keep them on a back... Not back burner, but they keep an eye on that. They always have. They've been great about that. So they could and, do, and they would do it, but it's just got to be something that works for them too. And, and maybe Bungie will jump if they realize that you know they may need that extra help to get whatever content off the floor to be able to get going, you know, or or certain backing for servers or, or whatever. You know, I mean, yeah, they just got that hall pass. We're about to find out: can they really run this game on their own? without any right i have concerns about that i mean can they can they make it right can they make it profitably for sure and i think that's a good question so anyway i think we touched on a few different other things here but uh yeah um let's get back into expansion uh (laughs) let's talk about the um the new power so you're going to get uh these ice powers so I'm gonna call it ice powers from now on. Uh, stasis. <laughs> Let's hear about it. Explain the, the stasis powers. Uh, do you remember the uh, icebreaker? Remember icebreaker from Destiny One? Yes. Yep. Yep. And you could freeze somebody and then shatter them. Icebreaker was a sniper. It was a solar sniper. 
No, if it froze them, but you it didn't. They didn't shatter per se, but you could freeze them and kill people. They would fall out of it, bro. You know, dead. So it was icebreaker. That was an icebreaker. I just looked at D one. I popped it in. That was icebreaker is famous for regenerating ammo. Yeah, yeah. Icebreaker is famous for regenerating oh, ammo. Oh god, yeah, so, over that gun. So, regardless, the uh, the the point is that you can freeze your enemies and then, you know, destroy them with a secondary attack, and they shatter. Um, I think there's a splash damage thing, and then also the uh, these powers do some cool things, like there's um, either exotics or other stuff you can do with it that are not necessarily damage related so you can like build stairs and you can climb over things and you can build walls and this is different than like for example for the most part we can't use our supers or use our powers to like open doors or uh climb up walls but this seems to be a thing that we can do in uh, this expansion that's different with these powers not only can we freeze our enemies and use it like uh, all the other supers but we can also you know do stuff to the environment which is a little different i'm interested to see how it plays out in pvp and i'm not a big person big time into pvp but it it, this definitely piques my interest to see how it kind of changes the tables so to so to speak it could go really bad right like well, I mean, in, a, yeah. in a game mode that's super super fast, right? You right. freeze people, and that's like the, the the big stopper right now. Obviously, is tether, right? Can you yeah. know, like tether just slows you down? What if you're yeah. frozen completely, waiting for somebody to come and smash you? And I'm not looking at it balls. from like from the side <laughs> of like breaking it or anything. It's just, I guess, when you look at the different game modes that we have, or we coming back for PvP, you know, it's depending on what character type you play. I mean, it's, let's say, for, uh, like, control. You could put up walls around the flag and stuff, you know, or to block off certain entry points. You know, it's, right. it's, it's really, to me, it's really going to make it more of a strategic play more so now than it probably ever has with any other powers or no, no, I, I'm, I'm there add. with you. I think that it, it can, if there's ways that it limits the, like the freezing of the people itself, you know, let's say it's something where, you know, other, if somebody comes around, that's your team can pop you out of the ice if you're not broken or things like that. Right. That makes it, that evens it out. So I'm interested to see how that plays out. If it's, yeah. if it breaks PVP, that's going to be a, a problem. And I'm not a PVPer, but it, it can't, it can't break PVP. That could be a, that's a potential, like, bad thing yeah it definitely could be if i had to i mean if i had to boil this the new subclasses down to kind of one thing is i think it's very movement based meaning it either gives you access to new areas or denies access now yeah my because things like the hunter is getting a version of blink back with the new subclass yeah they're calling it a shift but what it is is it's blink back from D1. And so it's very movement-based, so you can freeze enemies, prevent them from moving, or slow them down. The grenades can... I'm a, I think almost all of the grenades create walls to lock off access. Um, so I, 
I mean, I, I'm looking at it as it's a very movement-based subclass, whether it be yep. access or denial. My issue and my concern is is that just as Bungie has done with almost every other subclass when they introduced it, is that this class is going to be severely overpowered in PvP. And PvP is already a mess anyway, but with the introduction of this new subclass, I think PvP is going to be broken. My guess is for the first three to six months of Beyond Light release, until they can get their head around what they did and try to institute a fix to kind of rein in what what the new subclass can do. Do you remember back when they gave us the new third subclass for everybody anyway? You know, the each one, you know, that had the the better supers were out there. Yeah. So the do you remember how it was like if you're using any of the old supers, they were underpowered comparatively? Mm-hmm. So I think it might be that. You know, hey, use the new thing because we don't want you to use the thing you're comfortable with. Move on to this new thing. And then we'll balance it out later. The big thing that's going to make that necess- like automatically true is you could do all this crazy customization. I mean, like more than the original skill tree in Destiny 1, you can change all the stuff on these supers or all, all of your subclass, I should say. So I've got, you know, more ice or, you know, you can see all the different little things you pick up and put into them where all your other supers are just select and go. Very little customization. Yeah. yeah. So that alone makes it just unweighted, you know, you know, poorly weighted. So I think that we have to find a way to, to I, I think it's going to be a problem. No matter what, it's going to be a problem. The question is, is it going to be one of those things we're okay with or we're not okay with it? Well, I guess we're getting a few new locations. New areas are we getting? And what areas are we losing? So that's a Really good question. Well, let Jordan um, answer it because I was going to say Jordan just got back. Let him answer. <laughs> he he just got back. He was he was off taking a leak. He's pretending no, he broke his no. phone. No, it just I couldn't hear anybody anymore. New Cosmodrome, but we're all, we're losing four planets, which is rather huge. So I'm hoping the like Europa is as big to cover the space at four planets covered aside from the cosmodrome yeah we're losing io mercury venus or mercury mars and titan i guess the edz maybe i'm not sure no we get to keep the edz so it's just uh those four planets everyone that has the the dorito ships over top of it on your on your um director right now short and sweet we're losing the planets no one really cares about I think yeah. for the most part that's true, except I think I liked the this new small Mars. I think that's the only one that I care about. Everything else could go. Titan is tiny. Mercury blue. Io has yeah. a little bit more real estate, but whatever. But yeah, I, I think I'll miss Mars. I miss that. I'll miss that Mars. Well, I'll miss a lost. I'll miss a lost sector on Mars that I used to use for farming. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and, and, but I think, but I think I'll be interested to see. Like I think that if we get the whole Cosmodrome back, we're only getting half the Cosmodrome back um, at the start. But I think if we get the whole thing, I think that could be good. I think that um, if we get a bunch of these back over time, and 
I think I'll be good with it. Do we have any idea what the new meta will be, like as far as weapons go? Do you think any specific class, subclass, pistols? Uh... My guess is that the Hunter Revenant subclass, which is the new stasis subclass for Hunter, is going to be an absolute terror in PvP. Right, because of the, the blank. Because the they're, already, they're already good. Right. Yeah. Um, as for the meta for weapons, I don't think it's going to change a ton. I think in console, you're going to see a lot more hand cannons because they merged 140s and 150s. I think you're going to see a lot more hand cannons, but the majority of people are still going to be running around with a 600 round per minute auto rifle. You're going to see gnawing hungers out the yin-yang, and there's not anything anybody can do about it. Because, you know, everybody asked for auto rifles to be buffed, which didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the autos, the 600s are good. I mean, I think everybody, you think they they wanted them nerfed, right? We wanted the 600s to be nerfed, and they they did a no, little bit. No, I was of, uh... just trying to make fun of Bungie for buffing something that no one was complaining about. Like, no one was complaining about auto rifles, and then they absolutely made them the top tier weapon and if you didn't have a 600 round auto you're losing almost every single battle now they nerfed them a bit and i think that'll bring some pulse rifles back into play uh and some top tier hand cannons back into play but if you think the gnawing hunger is going away anytime soon um i hate to be the bearer of bad news but that thing's going to be just as powerful as it was yeah, well, I the dying hunger is the new recluse, right? Like the recluse used to be the thing that everybody, you just get killed by it all the time. Now it's gnawing hunger. I think with the cone changes, you'll see some more autos creep in. There might be some other more effective or as effective. The 720s and the 360s will, might be better. 450s are still going to suck dick. I think the 140 hand cannons, you know, with the change, um, are going to be leveled out a little bit. Um, I think we're to see Sunshot as a meta. Yeah. See Sunshot's going to come back because it's the only 150 left. You know, I think it's going to be added. I think we're going to lose the sword. The guillotine is was awesome. And I don't think it's going to be the same anymore. So there's going to be some changes. We don't know what's going to replace some of these things. Will Beyond Light answer any unanswered questions? I have an answer to that, but I. Uh, what do you guys think? <laughs> I think it'll answer think the answer question about where the hell the stra- that stranger Exo's been. Yep. You think it will or it won't? I think it will. It'll tell us a little bit of story about where she's been and why she came back. I think so, yeah. I think we're going to get a whole lot of, like, human history stuff, like how the hell did we get here you know like we the golden age happened then the collapse happened and then what the fuck well i think it's gonna answer a big chunk of that and the uh exo stranger is the key to that um and her dad i think the exos in general are gonna be a key to that yep yep so that's i think one of the big things like the I don't think the main boss, the main, I should say, bad guy in this is the Fallen. No, I don't I think, think so we've, either. I think we've talked about that, and I think that we, it's not 
said in that Vidoc, but I'm pretty sure we're going to find out that it's not the Hive, and it's not the Fallen, it's not the Vex, it's something else that we um, we have yet to find out, and I think we're going to get the answers to that. So I think there's going to, in in some ways, that's good because we can't get things answered. It's bad because now it closes off a chunk of the story because it's going to be done. I think there's yeah. going to be a chunk of that, that that's that's just done. And I think that's uh, it's really good if you want, if you're, you know, you want to, hey, you want to answer some of those questions that have been, you know, burning now for five freaking years since you played your first game of Destiny 1. They're going to be in here. So I, I'm definitely excited about that. I'm also hoping that they do it well as opposed to bearing on a lore tab. Yeah, I hope so, too. Oh, I, I just thought of something that would be a... I know exactly what Val's talking about, but I, it'd be a, such a spoiler. Maybe right, I mean, it, if we're if our theories are kind of complete speculation, but I think if we're theorizing about stuff that, that there's some stuff out there, I'm I'm trying to be a little bit cagey. Oh, I thought of something new. I thought of something new, kind of new. Just a, a question that may needs answered now for me. But it'd be a spoiler. It'd be a spoiler. Well, here I, I got a question for y'all. Who will have the pleasure of teaming up with this filthy casual? Because you know, I'll be back, and and, and I'll show you guys how to play. <laughs> um, yeah, I see you guys all jumping at the the chance there. Fuck y'all! I don't know. my own Destiny clan with the hookers and blackjack. Fuck y'all! Um, <laughs> no, um, no, I think oh, I'm um, good Nick for is, it. Mike and Jordan are on during your your hours. As like for me, I usually get on like after your bedtime. While, uh, yeah, I see, get on, it's like, like, like changing his hours. See, look at it. I'll play with you, but it has to be in a GRG PvP tournament, and you have to be on the opposing team, so I can take another well, screenshot of you being in last place. We won uh, the last geez. one. Was it? We my my team won the last time. Was they it? They kind of yeah. cheated. I won't say me, anything about that. Me, Grex, but... and Solus. We oh, won. I do. We I do. Are I, it was the a champions. time before. Yes, I do remember you guys won. We won. We are number one. And um, yes, I mean, we see, I used my leadership skills from running GRG to form a proper team. We bonded very well. Oh, my uh, we God. We played together. Your eyes I'll challenge are brown. you, Valiant. No, you can join Lala's team. Brown. And <laughs> I'll form my own team, and we'll just go head to head for the GRG title. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no. These were random teams, and I took the team I was given. I mean, come on. I was given Grex. Come on. Seriously, like, come on. I was at a huge hand right there. Um. Anyway. Yeah, so but maybe um, maybe something for the future here. If it's uh, there's a time where the slow slow chunk. But at the end of the season, like we have here, maybe we can uh, do another tourney. Sure, I think we need to. And sure. just one last question before we go on. Main classes. Go ahead. Go, let's hear your main class. Which, which is the best class? Hunter for me. Titan. Uh, I'm main a Titan. I think um, a Warlock's going to be a close second, especially yeah. with the new subclass. Yeah, well, Warlock but... is a close second. There's a Man. new Titan exotic that's going to allow you to replace your barrier yep. with, a, an, with ice an overshield. Shield. Yeah. Dude. And I think it'd be OP is all hell. So Halo? Yeah. Halo? Yeah. <laughs> overshield? Wait, I have a thing where I can just get basically infinite overshield? Yeah. Halo? <laughs> yep. 
And yep. Valiant, who, what's your class? Warlock, of course. Yeah, you guys are so it's, it's Hunter. Stop. Okay. All right. All right. So that's enough of that. Enough Destiny. I'm Whatever. like getting sick. I'm shaking here. I am like we can we can move on. We can itching. Um but yeah, so ex- expect to deal with me. I will be playing it until I get my fill of it. Sweet. Translation that Lala's gonna play it for about an hour. For about an hour. <laughs> I'll play it for like three, four. Hey, nah, nah, hey listen. He might, he, he'll log in once a week for about three weeks and then I'll be like, I'm good with this. I'm done. Hey, I, I do the raids. Come on, come on. You have, and and uh, and I'm a good raid. I have partner. nothing bad to say about that. I'm a good raid partner. I'm the type of person that shuts the flying fuck up and do what is told, and no bullshit battle comms during during the uh, the phases we're going through. So I completely battle comms. I'm not going to interrupt or carry on. I'm going to do what's told, what I'm told to do, and I'll get it done. Don't worry about it. I'm a pro. I'm MLG. So, all right. Enough about gaming. GRG, maybe. MLG. I'm not <laughs> MLG. So sure. I tell you, I am. If I keep saying it, it's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, I'm going to go into a, uh, another um, category we've been talking about ever since COVID has trapped us all into our houses kept us locked up or we don't have anything to do so we watch a lot of tv i just want to touch base once again uh real quick uh the fear of the walking dead episode four came out and i gotta tell you i'm still surprised about how good this season has been I, i'm not sure what the fuck is going on i don't know what happened but uh I talk about a show doing a complete 180 it it was dreadful awful terrible Season four and five were just brutal and almost unwatchable. Now, the new show, The Walking Dead World Beyond, has earned that title. I'm not even going to talk about that show. It is seriously the worst TV show I've ever seen in my life. It just is the worst. But anyway, season four, or episode four of season six of Fear the Walking Dead, it's just excellent. It focuses on uh, John Dory. The guy was the ex-lawman who was introduced into the series in season four. He's also a trick shot gunslinger. I think he worked at some kind of old West town doing trick shots with his pistols. Um, and he's a character I like. You've probably seen him in different movies and shows and stuff like that. But th- this episode focuses on him or where he's at now in the, in the show. He's trying to solve a murder in a town he's living in because they have a few towns set up now. And it's being covered up by, you know, the evil bad guy, whatever. Anyway, if you have not watched The Walking Dead this season, The Fear of the Walking Dead this season. I haven't watched any Walking Dead years. Uh, this this one has turned it around. It's a pretty solid season. So far, so good. I hope they continue this trend. As a as a Walking Dead fan, I watched the first season of that, and I was a mm-hmm. uh, they had like shorts that were like leading up to it. I watched so I watched all the different like little shorts where like the one guy was on the plane and um like all the different things for that, and I watched that whole first season with the the drug kid and all that, and then it was I think at the either the very end of the first season, the beginning of the sexy second season, I was like, ugh, you know, I was like, huh. So I, I, I haven't watched an episode since now here that I, it's good. I have the urge to go out back and pick up where I left off, just suck it up and watch all of it. Oh, you're going to, you're going to suffer through it. Uh, 
it gets pretty bad and well if there's is i mean this is the thing about anything like if you miss the stuff in the middle is there a way for me to hop into this and just be okay with like okay what about this person what about that uh, is there a like i wonder if there's a youtube I guess video you could a little thing. bit i mean the the, issue, the problem is the season the show went through a few reboots so uh when you first watched it you were dealing with the one family right and, and then, they went to mexico right yeah that's it's a lot different now you got a whole lot different characters now and are they all dead you'd have to watch the show <laughs> all, right, so, all right all right, well, right, right. we don't know if the, the yeah i don't know we don't know the fate of some but it's been a few yeah so it's you don't know i thought one two and three weren't bad not great but not bad four and five got uh really bad but season six 180 like i just can't get over what a completely different show it is and it's actually I, I enjoy it. I like it. I'm, I've been happy. Well, cool. I mean, it's a, it's a good one that it that it did the thing. You know, I mean, that's what we were talking about with Anthem. If they yeah. they find a way to pull it out, we don't care. No, if it's good. No. We'll watch it or play it in this case or whatever. So it's been good. I look forward to the next episode. So the other show that came out this this week, The Mandalorian. So the the first episode of season two came out. And I'm not going to get into any spoilers. I don't know if you guys want to. I don't particularly care if you do. But I'm not. Uh, so Star Wars nerd will find out what happened to a character or sort of find out what happened to a character who's been missing since the movies. Also, uh, Timothy Oliphant. I guess that's how you pronounce his name. It's the guy who played Raylan Givens from uh, the Justified series, which was great. I would highly recommend watching that. That's who he was. Yeah. I'm like, he looks like... Um... God, the the guy from like uh old grandpa or whatever the hell it is, the jackass. Oh, I'm like, God. that's not him. No. And I'm like, who the hell is that guy? Yeah, okay. Given, that's who he was. So yeah, I don't don't have to say who he is or what he plays, but he does a I really liked him in it. I thought yeah, he did. I, I don't like, know if he's, he's had a, a great stage presence. Yeah, I know totally I mean he's a pretty solid actor. He's been in some movies, he's been on uh Oh, Deadwood was the other show he he was on, which was he was fantastic on Deadwood. Yeah, so he is. Um, of course, I, you know, we said no spoilers. I, I guess the big spoiler for for you guys is I'll share that it it came out last Friday, and I had a gap between when I got the kids on the bus and I had to go to work, and I watched that at that time. That's when I watched it. It's first thing in the morning on Friday. <laughs> so I have yet to watch it. Oh. Uh, well, here's what, I'll give you my now? quick I'll give you my quick review on this. Like, so I I'm not the big fan that that Valiant is Valiant will nerd gush all over this. I'm not going to do that. Uh, so I'm not like super crazy on this series. I think it's a very easy viewing show. That's more of a, less a fan service for Star Wars fans or Star Wars, and it's just another way for Disney to capitalize on the franchise. Which is whatever. I'm okay with that. Um, but I, I feel that the episodes just seem to lack any sort of depth. And I think that's my biggest problem with this. There's like no character to development. There's no personality. I understand that the Mandalorians are this way, but they got to stop creating characters and cultures that are so uncharacteristic, so anti-charismic. They're just, you, you created the Jedi's, and then in the movies, you made them basically like Vulcans with lightsabers, like no emotions, no this, no that. So now you have the the Mandalorians, and it's almost the same 
type of personality. They're just set in this way. This is the way. This is the way. They can't take the helmet off, the armor, and all this horse shit. And the other problem I have with the show is they don't seem to be able to move the plot forward at all. So, like... The yeah, end of the, the end of the first if, season. If your point is wait, if I can throw the, your your point there is if your point is everywhere he goes, he has a mission, and then he's sidetracked on another thing, and then the, he might even get sidetracked from the side mission to do another thing, and he does that. That's fair point because he never seems to go and do the thing he was planning to do. No, no. So and that's that's this. So so like okay, my big like the critiques on this show, this episode, specific episode was first was this story seems like it's a repeat from a story from last season where the he comes in and he needs help from someone but he can't get help from them until he helps them kill this thing that's being mean to them which was this episode so he needs something but he can't get the help until he goes and kills this big thing and like, we just saw this, like, with the Jawas. Wasn't it with the Jawas? They pulled the fucking egg, and then they had the egg at the end of this thing with the sand people. Yeah, I think there was a thing with that. Yeah. But that was a pretty quick one. But he got covered in slime or something. When he, what was it? The, the big thing? He got covered in green goop or something. I don't And And that one. I'm just trying to remember the scene. That's, like, that I think was iconic about that. But, yeah. But it seemed that... But the thing is, you can say it happened in one. I think it's in all of them. Like, whatever the thing he thinks he's doing... He's doing something else. My other issue is at the end of season one, we have space Gus Fring from Breaking Bad comes out. He's the new bad guy. So excited to see someone like this. Pulls out this cool black lightsaber thing. And he's nowhere fucking in this episode. He's nowhere <laughs> in this episode. Like It's like, dude, you just had this guy cut out of a tie fight. Black lightsaber. It's like, how cool can you be? And we're not going to use it in this episode. Like, come on. They're going to make it like half a season before we see Gus again. That bothers me. With When you're trying to create a show that it isn't just episodic, where it's just not episode of the week, and you're trying to carry a season-long arc, you got to touch on that fucking arc on the episode. We're already repeating a mission he did in the first season. They're eight, ep- was it eight episodes long, the seasons. I think last season was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, let's, we, we can't do that. So, anyway, that was my opinion of it. Valiant, go I ahead. Mean, while can... I, oh, no, it's fine. While I understand your criticisms of it, I mean, I'm not the hugest Star Wars nerd. I mean, I've seen a lot of, like, some of the cartoons and stuff like that, but um, I thought the episode was actually really great. Your criticisms are valid. I think there's a little more justification in why he stuck around to do this one. And I don't want to get into like spoiler territory, but um, he's hunting two different things this time. One for his people and then one for the, the child slash baby Yoda. And so I um, I didn't have as much issue with the whole I'll give you what you want but you have to help me first. Uh, but I, you know, I, I understand what you're saying and you're not wrong, but I thought the episode was a, a kind of a, a nice starting point to the new season with the new overall quest and um, new, this is what I'm, I'm trying to get done and, and all that stuff. Um, highly recommend it for anybody who's remotely interested. I think it's one that 
that you'll enjoy, whether you're deeply invested in season one or you've heard it was good in season one and decided that you want to jump in in season two. I'm just waiting to watch it. So yeah, we won't we won't spoil it for Jordan, but I think it's it's worth it. There's definitely some good nerd stuff there, and I think it's tough like to d- develop have character development with characters you can't see at all, you know, under the armor and all that stuff. But I I think he works for me. I think you know Mando is is the bomb. He's like cooler than cool, man. Like I I really do think that uh, even though he's you know, a voice under a helmet or whatever, it fucking works. I really think I wouldn't have a problem with him or his character or anything if he could just take the fucking helmet off. I mean, I think that that we can't take our helmet off ever. It's like, oh, come on. Which drives me crazy because they have Pedro Pascal as the character, major, you know, uh, a star, <laughs> and you can't even see the dude. I'm like, what's the point? I don't. I think they should have the helmet off. I think they locked himself in that stroll by whatever. Like, come on. You don't have Wendell to do and Christie, right? They did the same thing with her and she was in the armor. We never saw her freaking face in all of the new movies. Like, why bother? And she was actually under the armor. She was in there. Like, why bother? Anybody could have done that. I forget which movie it was, but Daniel Craig was in one of the storm. Still. Yeah, he was a stormtrooper, but he asked <laughs> Uncred- to do that. Though. Yeah, uncredited. He just wanted he to be asked. in the movie. He just wanted to be in the movie. So he's like, hey, uh-huh. I'll be a stormtrooper. You don't even have to put my name in the damn thing. I just want to be in the movie. Oh, that, that's still <laughs> like, pretty cool. Like anybody's going to say yeah. no to it. No, yeah, hey, sure. And he's not the only one who does that. There's, there's yeah, been yeah. tons of there's, people jumped in. Yep. Yeah, I've been like, I just want to be in the movie. I don't <laughs> Speaking care. of st- stormtroopers, in the original Star Wars, there's one where they, they, they're walking through like the doorway, and the one guy hits the door and falls. <laughs> and they kept it in the original movie, and nobody really kind of notices it, but it's it's in there. It's hysterical. Oh no, yeah, because he couldn't see. <laughs> no, you couldn't see in those freaking helmets. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't see in the helmet, but they kept yeah they they, they kept it in. I'm a Star Wars geek, but I'm an original trilogy geek, so I like that more so than the newer stuff. Like this stuff, it's okay, and I get where they're shooting at. They're they're going for a, a broad audience, so they want, you know, I want a Game of Thrones style thing, Disney, you know, whatever. I mean, in in nature, yeah. that's just a problem with. I get Disney it. needs to figure out what they want to do, but Which I, I, Disney's capable. Of doing them, I guess Pixar, but they're part of it. Like you, you go watch the movie The Incredibles, which was fantastic. Toy Story, fantastic movies that that adults can watch and be entertained by. I just think that this lacks any sort of real depth to it, and that's my biggest problem. Um, uh, well, Disney me. Disney that's knows me. how to how to sell stuff to me, right? Well, you know? I mean, like, of course they're gonna. I mean, you got a guy dressed as a Mandalorian; it's like the coolest armor and in star wars i don't know oh one last thing and at at the end of the end of the episode i didn't catch this but i read about it is uh there's a certain character at the end that you see in a sand person outfit i didn't catch it until i read it like oh i I saw it and i'm like oh my god so that yes that makes that when that clicks into place who that is you're like, oh, oh. 
So I that could be that's oh I totally got it and I was like oh right that's that's something my my nerd friends and I can talk about. So one last thing on this thing. is is like what the fuck is so important but Tatooine? Like is there any other planet? You know like, what's funny? Star Wars and like that's uh, the only planet we go to. I I I'm right there with you. It's a fucking desert. Like, why would you I'd like to there? know that one too. I'd like to know the it, answer to that one it too. It drives me nuts. I'm like, of all the different places, it's supposed to be the you know the armpit of the galaxy. Although we spent more screen time on that freaking planet than all the other planets combined. Coruscant seems like a cool place to be. Naboo seems like a cool place to be. And we're never there. No. Right? Coruscant yeah. still exists, right? There's yeah, tons yeah, of shit to yeah. do there. Mm-hmm. Why can't we be wandering around, I don't know, some freaking palace in Coruscant? I don't no, know. We'll go to the desert. like, and, and they're like in space in the, well, I guess in the past for Star Wars. Right. But they're also like on a desert planet, like struggling to get water. Like, why? Go fly your spaceship to some place where nice. there's water. Yeah. Or there's planets that are completely covered in water. You know, go there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And that's, have you guys I been mean, watching any other shows? Like anybody, quick recommendation for a TV show? I'm dragging off. But... I have a... one. We're, we're, my wife and I have been watching a one that probably doesn't fit with our, our normal uh, GRG audience, but it's called Queen's Gambit. It's, uh, you've probably seen it in your Netflix queue. And uh, it's, I think it's good. I think it's really good. It's uh, the pretty boys. cerebral. Oh, yeah, of course. That too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Well, it's like that goes without saying. I mean, yeah. I guess, you know, I've been watching that. Caught up on that. I got, I told you guys I got caught up on Attack on Titan. Because there's a new season of that coming out in December. Oh, I got to get caught up on that. I'm behind on Oh, it's so freaking good. It's so good. I'm glad I watched it again from the beginning. Because I probably would have just like done some video or something. And caught up to where we were. But I got so many things that I understand better now watching it again because I knew some of the things that were going to happen. I'm not like digesting it as it happens. But some of that stuff is so rapid fire. They put so many little things in there that if you're not paying attention or if you know, you're you know typing something on your phone or whatever, you miss it. Um, that's a really good show. Man, that's, uh, it's on Hulu right now, I think. Oh, that's um, and uh yeah i think that season or the episode 61 i think it is is what comes out in december 10th so i've been watching i you know i I just finished it i just caught back up to the the end of season uh three and there's only going to be four seasons that's it It, it, the the cool things about most what they call manga japanese shit that this is based on they write these things with like a beginning and an end as opposed to how many shows have you watched in your life where it just eventually doesn't make enough money and they cut it off and you never you never really write a good ending for it. Lost. Lost? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? So this is, uh, I think it's going to be, that's going to be a good payoff. All right. You know, well, that, that's going to be a good one. I think we're going to need to wrap this up because we can go to Ever two hours minute. you're gonna oh you're gonna God, have to no. you're gonna have to edit the fuck out of this one to get it down uh, to an hour and 15 minutes man all right that's going to do it for this episode of the recast i want to thank everybody for being on the show tonight uh x mike had to bail early he had parental duties to attend to um asian persuasion thank you for being on the show jordan valiant Thank you, guys. 
Hashtag made it to the end. Made it to the end. <laughs> well, it's good to be here. Thanks, guys, for coming on and and helping us, you know, talk up Destiny because uh, I think there'll be you know a good group of people that might choose to come back, and we'll yeah. we'll get them all caught up and uh, enjoy our our uh, space magic ice powers. <laughs> Yay! Yay! As always, I like to remind everybody to stop by the forums at forums.grimreapergamers.com to see everything we're up to. Also, I'd like to remind everyone to follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com, spelled D-O-T. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on.